I'm Polly Campbell, and this is Simply Said. Hello, 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 and welcome to Polly Campbell Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And you know, living well and doing good and being happy, I think it's all part of the same circle. I think it all results in the same thing. Living a good life, when we do things to make a positive contribution to the world, when we take care of ourselves and others, we are going to feel better and live well in our lives. And that's going to lead to greater happiness. We aren't going to find our way to health and happiness in isolation. It doesn't work that way. And this time of year, we talk so much about giving and doing and sharing, what would happen if we lived that way all year around? And that's what we're going to explore a little bit today. Barack Obama said, the best way to not feel hopeless is to get up and do something. Don't wait for good things to happen to you. If you go out and make some good things happen, you will fill the world with hope and you will fill yourself with hope. And that's why today I'm bringing in one of my favorites, Sherry Ballou is here because the world is a tough place, yet Sherry practices how one person can make a big difference. A simple act of kindness can change us, and she writes about it. She's an author. She writes about it in her book, Simply Celebrate, and say it now, 33 ways to say I love you to the most important people in your life. And Sherry, I want to get into it because it's not as complicated as we make it. And you're teaching us that sharing ourselves actually makes us happier. Welcome to the show. Oh, hi, Polly. I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy to have you always because I think talking about this, first of all, it revs me up every time we talk, I feel your good energy and I feel better myself, but I know you a little bit and you have your own ups and downs. You're not happy every minute of the day, yet you use those moments to launch kindness for others. And you even call don't you call it the kindness project? I do. So first of all, thank you for bringing that up. I do love to make sure that everyone knows my company simply celebrates and all of the work I do really grew out of a dark, dark, dark time of depression and anxiety for me. I am no stranger to that. And in fact, these practices are what saved my life. So I always like people to be clear that (laughs) I'm not one of those people who bound out of bed every day, but um, yes. So, and in fact, the, the project that you're referring to is what I call my birthday kindness project, which I recently just completed for this year. And that too grew out of a real difficult thing, which was I found, and I know a lot of people experience this, that birthdays can be weird. They can have like a Mm -hmm. lot of, you know, not the right attention or too much attention, or we feel we're in the spotlight or we're not in the spotlight or as kids that we have so much pain. And so I, I was super weird about my birthday and I asked life. Once when I was I was at a meditation retreat and I just kind of asked life for an idea. And Polly, literally, like within an hour, this idea dropped in to send as many letters to strangers as how old I was going to be. And that that was a long time ago. I was turning 48 at the time. I'm now just completed my 57th cycle of these letters. So that's the premise is to send love letters to strangers. 
Yeah, I, I to strangers, that's the key. These are people you haven't met. These are even people that others might refer to you, right? Well, that's exactly it. So I'm very fortunate, as you are, right, that we have a community of people who we know have these big, wonderful hearts. And so I simply, every year, I just put it out to my community, my Simply Celebrate community. And by now, they're well familiar with this. But I just ask them, you know, do you know someone who needs love? Do you know someone who's going through grief or depression or loneliness, divorce, illness? And people, as you might guess, everybody knows someone who's going through a hard time. Yeah, and so- we, we all are going through a hard time, right? <laughs> Ups and downs, right? Some days are great. Some days are a little trickier and it doesn't have to be like a major pandemic to make a hard time. I, I had a hard day the other day with some health issues and I couldn't do it by myself. I texted my friends and they, they showed up on text with just funny things and memes and reminding me who I am. That can be the simple act. So your letters, are they complicated? Can, is it just enough to reach out and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. I know it's tough, but we got this. Always, 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 Polly. Yes. So, so my letters are a little more lengthy and complicated, but that's just because that's what I like to do, right? You know, I'm a writer. I love to write. I love to connect. However, what you're saying is so 100% true. It's why I called my company Simply Celebrate is for that simple part of we can remember that all it takes sometimes is to say to someone, hey, you know, I know your dad died six months ago. You're on my mind. I just want to send you some love. That can be a text. It can be a quick call. It can be a note. That is enough. And that's actually like way more than I think most people get when they're when they're having a hard time. I think that's such an interesting point because we can all relate to it. We all have challenges. And yet sometimes it feels vulnerable to say, hey, I'm thinking of you. Sometimes we feel like we're overstepping. It, we make it more complicated than it has to be, right? What, what I'm learning is I can be kind. I can reach out and how they take that is no longer my business, right? I can love and then how that makes them feel is not my business. Oh, Polly, I think that's one of the big secrets, isn't it? Because here's what I think happens. My, my view on the world is that what gets delivered is energy. I think more and more as I grow older, I, I, it's not even about what we say. And I know people get tripped up over that all the time. I really think that our love, our care, our compassion, it gets delivered. And that's why, that's why I love doing these letters. You know, even though I'm writing to strangers, I, you know, I always say this in the letters, you know, I hope when you open this, that you felt the love of your friend, you know, and I'll, I'll, you know, whoever suggested it, unless I'm sending it anonymously, and then we just say it's from the universe. But um, I think people feel that. It elevates everything. And you know what it does? It inspires me to give back that kindness too, because I think we breached the loneliness that we all feel in different degrees. I mean, granted, other people uh, are in different condi- different situations and dealing with different circumstances, but there's a kind of loneliness when you're going through a hard time that you think you're, I say, you're the only one who lost this person you love. You're the only one with health problems. You're the only one with financial challenges. And it, it can be really reassuring to know, oh, hey, I see you. I understand that this is hard and 
I'm, we got you. I'm here, right? You're not alone. I, I think there's power in that. Oh, and I, you know, I, I love using those words you just used. You know, I will often, I have some, some friends there who are going through really unimaginable grief right now. And I just will try to remember to send a text. And it just, if that's all I say, sometimes you're not alone, I'm here with you. You know, I think yeah. you're absolutely right, Polly, especially you know, during times of the year when a lot of people are celebrating, it can feel like we're the only ones going through a hard time. And this is a time of grief for many people because not only are we feeling our grief naturally, but now there's an empty seat at the table, right? Or somebody doesn't make it to the celebration or the celebration changes. So we feel it really profoundly. How do we know what to say? How do we know what to say in a text or in a letter? How do you, I mean, I might get this wrong, Sherry. I, I don't know how to comfort that way. Holly, I'm not going to buy that. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to challenge you and anyone else who might be thinking that to, to really just know that if you're the sort of person who's asking that question, right, you have the kind of heart that knows how to be present. And I think presence is just such a big part of it. When we're up in our heads, you know, I call it monkey mind or whatever you want to call it, that, that can trip us up. We all know that, right? So I often suggest to people, if you have an impulse to love somebody, if you have an impulse to send a loving text or an audio note or a card, try to do it really fast before you know, it could be like something that people know as the editor mind too. you know, before that part comes in to tell you that you don't know what to say. If you're having a thought, drop it down. Right. And then go on to the next thing. Don't edit yourself out of that. I love no. that. I think we do that so often. Exactly. And, you know, the other thing, and, and this is, you know, specifically for people who are grieving a death, we've, we've all heard over and over, but I want to remind people you're not intruding by bringing up the person that they're missing. They're missing that person. Your text, especially if you can send, if you know something about that person and you can say, you know what? I'm thinking of so-and-so right now. And I'm thinking of the way he da, 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 you know, some kind of kindness that that person did for you or something that they exemplified. People want other people's stories about the person they love. They really do. In fact, you know, I don't know if you know this, but I um, teamed up with a poet friend of mine and we do something called the Secret Agents of Change. And it's a group of people who want to carry out secret kindness in the world. And our latest mission we did on the Day of the Dead. Mm. And we invited people to honor someone who has passed away by offering kindness in the world that really reflected something that that person loved or something they always did. You know, it, it, some people did things that were sort of like big character things like that person always was kind to children. So they, you know, delivered some books to a school for some people it was like my my dad loved ice cream. So they went and they bought a bunch of ice cream certificates and they gave them to the clerks at the store to hand out to teenagers. You know, it could Super be fun. But but it's like you you know, you can do that. Um, in honor of someone and then let the person know who's really grieving. Like, hey, you know, I was thinking of Harry, your dad and how he loved ice cream. And, you know, so this is what I did in his name. That's super fun. And we're going to take a break right now. But when I 
come back, Sherry, I want to get into some specifics. What are some of the things we could put in our own letters? And how can we enter 2022 uh, with these acts of kindness in a way that helps elevate our season right now? We're going to take a break and be right back on Polly Campbell Simply Said with Sherry Ballou. And welcome back. This is Polly Campbell, and you're listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said, and we're talking with Sherry Ballou about acts of kindness and how to use kindness not only to elevate and contribute positive energy to others and the rest of the world and hopefully change the world, also to elevate our own lives. Charles Dickens wrote, no one is useless in this world who lightens the burdens of another. And I hear this all the time. People come to me or they'll read a book or they'll write me a note after a newsletter and they'll say, well, you know, I don't have money to give or I can't do, I wish I could do more. I wish, but really, really, really. And this is what we're talking about today. You can do one thing. That is the purpose. One thing. You don't have to solve world hunger overnight, but you could take your neighbor a casserole if they're recovering or going through a hard time or you want the connection or they need the connection. And that will take on a life of its own. You don't have to know what happens next. But I do know from research that acts of kindness expand five times. There's been research into this. So my single act or Sherry's single act or your single act is going to touch one person and they're going to multiply five because they're going to send somebody a text or they're going to take a meal or they're going to give of themselves in a way that elevates somebody else. And then we got 10 times going out to the world and so on. And we really can change the world with this stuff. Right before we went to break, we were talking to me specifically <laughs> about not overthinking this stuff. Because Sherry, you know, I get like, well, how should I say it? How can I write this? And you were telling me, get over myself. Stop editing. <laughs> get the thought down. Get it out in the world. Isn't that pretty much what you were saying to me? <laughs> that is what I was saying, Polly. I love the way you said it with a little more, you know. Oh, yeah. Gas, but yeah. Yeah. So basically, actually, I think what you're saying is huge. If we would all get over ourselves and realize this is this is what really literally changed my life was, you know, all those years when I was really so depressed and anxious, it was because I was so like everything was about like the life I hadn't led or how hard it was on myself or why I was the wrong person or I said the wrong things. What really changed my life? was when I realized, oh my goodness, people need love. And I can just dedicate myself. I call them pinpricks of light because I like them to be small and simple, like everything we're talking about. What if I dedicate my life to just creating and sending out pinpricks of, of light and love to people? And you're so right, Polly. It just boomerangs back immediately. What does it look like if you're invited to a holiday celebration or you get a request to send a, a love letter, a kindness letter to somebody that, that you don't even know? What are some of the things you would share or what can you bring? What can you give this season that's going to be this light, but also it's going to make you feel better too, right? I would imagine whenever I, I share this way, I think I benefit most of all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's start with something because, you know, people are often, especially now as, as people are starting to gather a little bit with family and friends, close friends. One of the things that I really love to do during the holidays, I, I I'm a big fan of gifts and I love people giving gifts. I don't buy gifts at the holidays of obligation. I like to think about ways to bring an experience to people. 
And one of my favorite experiences that I tell people, because it's so super simple, I just did it at a book launch party last week, is called a joy jar. You bring a jar, you bring some slips of paper and some pens, and you invite the people that are there to write something that they love. Let's say you're at a family gathering. It could be what I love about my family. Or let's say you're at a family gathering and your sister can't be there because she's going through an illness. And you all think, oh, what are some things we love about my sister? And you put put them on slips of paper. You put them in the jar. You could put some fairy lights in there if you want or a flower. And you have an amazing celebration that doesn't take any money. We all have jars, mason jars lying around. And it's an experience that invites people to love. And then do you share the slips of paper? Does everybody write their own and then you share the slips during the dinner or whenever? Or you exactly. do okay. ex- Yeah. So what I was going to say is that can add a whole nother layer, right? So there's the one layer. If you're the person bringing this experience to people, I could tell you, you're already going to feel good because you're bringing a surprise. People love that. But then everybody writing their, their little loves on those, those loveless slips feel good. I always say it's impossible to feel depressed when you're immersed in love. So you feel good while you're doing it. But then like you just said, right after dinner, maybe before you have the Thanksgiving pie or whatever, you could all read. You could just pull them randomly and just read some and really celebrate all of that good stuff. I love that idea because in some cases, it's hard to say the things aloud when you're sitting face to face. And so I think sometimes things don't get said because people are uncomfortable with that. But I like the activity too, because anytime I have to write something or get to write, you know, I'm a writer too. I, that's how I process my world. A lot of thought goes into that. So I get it. I get that feeling too, before I even share it or put it in the jar, I get to feel what I'm thinking about when I write them down. Right. Right. And Polly, here's the thing, you know, like that's just one example You know, another simple example of something that people could do is that you could, I do this a lot, but everyone who knows me knows I do this. When I'm with a group of people, I turn on the recorder on my phone. It's called a voice memo. And I will just have people just record something good, something beautiful they saw, and we'll send it to somebody who knows us. Or if if it could just be even be for you to have it, and then you could send it to them all a month later when they've forgotten you've done it. But there's something really big that happens when we offer an experience that helps people turn their attention to beauty, to love, to joy, especially right now when, you know, it's easy to talk about what's wrong in the world. Yeah, I, I agree. I think we get caught up in talking about what's wrong. And when you go looking for it, The good really, for most of us, the good really appears in the most miraculous ways. I I was thinking about this last week. I I was kind of in a bump in the road and I got a cup of coffee and I sat in my chair and in, in the brown chair out in the living room when I was sitting there, we have a bird feeder right out there. And these hummingbirds, they look like little stained glass windows, were hovering and eating from the feeder and flying around. And I I wrote, like, how can how can I be upset when I live in a world with hummingbirds because I needed to remind myself, right? That doesn't mean that the other challenges in my life are gone away. It just means I can hold both. And by noticing the good, 
I was put into a state where I could get through the bad a whole lot easier. And I moved on with my day. It got me going again. Oh, yes. And I can bet you anything because I know I had this experience just as soon as you mentioned the hummingbirds that you were watching. I felt an uplift, Hmm. right? I felt that energetic woo of, you know, that we all know that a hummingbird brings. And so that's such a gift. I was, um, when you said that, it made me think because while I was watching them, I decided they never are in a bad mood. They're always just so happy and busy. I think, I wonder if hummingbirds ever get like stressed out, but (laughs) (laughs) they were all like, so festive. I thought, okay, I can do this. If, if I don't even have to fly to get my food, I just have to walk like 10 steps. You know, I'm glad for that. So I love that. I love I'm that. lucky. All right. Let's get to the simply start segment. Sherry, what is one step we can take today to begin our own kindness project? Whether we decide we're going to do a joy jar for our family or, and it can even be your immediate family, right? I could do this with my husband and my daughter because we we're under stress around here. We snap at each other, but but there's so much I value about them. I could start my own right now, I imagine. Yes. In fact, all you would need to do, this is how simple it is, Polly. You could find a pretty box or just a mason jar or any kind of container, right? You just find a container. You could just put it on a table and just tell people, oh, when you think of something, you know, nice this person did for you or a happy memory or something you love about them, write it on a slip of paper and put it in the jar. And then on Thanksgiving, we're going to read them all like they could be that simple. And if nobody else does it, but you, you fill that jar, right? You do everything you can to just think of like, go through photos. And that's a good spark for happy memories or just watch throughout the day. Like, Oh, you know what? I just love like the way that the way that she cuddles with the cats, you know, that just makes me happy to see the way she's so kind to animals, whatever, just pay attention. Yeah. Right. Just pay attention. Simply start. I want you to get out your own jar and listen, I have a good news file that I keep just for me. So if right now you feel like you need to remember who you are, first of all, let me know. And I'll send you a love letter because I know who you are. And I know what you're bringing to the planet. I'm going to take Sherry's advice and start sending out my own love letters. But I have a good news file that I keep that's work-related stuff. So when I'm feeling really low on the job, I open my good news file and I read the times people liked what I did or something that helped them that I did. And I remember, I'm going to do this with a joy jar. Start your own, whether it's for you or for your family or for a group of friends, somebody you want to share with. Get a jar or a box, decorate it if you choose, get some post-its or some slips of paper and start writing the good news, the good memories, the good feelings, the things you appreciate about that person, about that family, about that circumstance. And I guarantee it, not only will they feel better, but you will feel better writing them down immediately. It's a simple uplift and simply start today with that. Now that brings us to the Simply Nifty. You, Sherry, I think you're Simply Nifty. The work you're doing in the world, the way you're changing that one letter at a time, your book, Say It Now, 33 Ways to Say I Love You to the Most Important People in Your Life. Get the book. It's a great gift if you're going to gather with some, take it to them as a, as a host gift. That's a gift to the person preparing the meal or the party. Buy it for yourself if you want to get creative this Christmas or all year long, because I'm serious. I don't think giving is seasonal, right? We're going to change the world with this stuff. Thank you, Polly. Thank you. You know, and it's like most of the things in the book, almost all of them don't cost money, 
but they're really about <laughs> exactly with the title, right? It's just about saying to someone why they've impacted your life. And it, that's what people really want. You know, don't sweat it over the holidays about, oh, this gift, that gift, the list of this and stores. I mean, you could do that if you love it. You don't have to. <laughs> yeah, I don't love it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want to sweat it out over the holiday. I want a little cocktail. I want some pretty lights. I want lots of hugs. That's about all I need right now. Earlier in the in the show, you also said something I think is really interesting. Uh, and, and certainly something I subscribe to. And that is, if you don't know what to do next, ask life, right? Put yes. it out there. Ask for what you need from the universe. How, how did that real quick going out, Sherry, how did, how do you use that? Do I just pose the question, Hey, what can I do with this energy or how can I make a difference and wait for the answer? Yes. And you know, I, how do I use that is almost every moment of my life. Now, this is a practice I've done for, for decades and it gets stronger and we get more practiced at hearing the answers. So we can put it out there for anything, you know, oh my gosh, I'm having a hard time in this relationship. Help me know what's the next step, or I want to give a great gift, you know, of love. What can I do? And Polly, I think this is one of the most relaxing ways to live our lives is to trust that, and you know, you could call it the universe. You could call it source, God, you could call it your higher self, whatever you want to call it. You know, I know someone who calls it the something, something, which I love. <laughs> so <laughs> the something, something will respond. If you just pay attention, you'll suddenly things just drop in. It's like they just dropped into your head out of nowhere and trust that. I absolutely agree. And I use this all the time too. And I call it asking the universe. I say, I'm just going to put it out there. And you know what it does for me too? Not only does it make life feel a little magical, but it also makes me feel less alone in that minute. When I am like, not able to make sense or figure something out where I don't know, which is like all the time. I don't know. <laughs> I do not know. So I'll be like, well, how am I going to figure this out? Or what should I do next with this? And it's, it's striking to me how the answers appear in there. And here's how I've learned to trust it because usually what shows up doesn't make any sense to me, but when I follow it, it works just right. Yeah. So Polly, I'm so glad you said that, right? Because I had to make a promise to myself a long time ago. I do what the universe tells me, even if it doesn't. And just like you said, most of the time, it won't make sense. Life is magical. Listen, it can also be difficult, right? There can be challenges and we can face grief during this time of year and all times of year and ups and downs. But that's what it means to be human. And that's still the best game in town, in my opinion. So Sherry, it's been great to have you here as always. I look forward to our next visit. Where can we find more about your work and your Simply Celebrate projects and everything else you're doing? Oh, thank you, Polly. Yes, my website is simplycelebrate.net. And I'm on social media as Simply Celebrate. And my book is Say It Now. And I love you, Polly. Thank you for everything that you bring to the world. Ditto. I appreciate your work and um, have a great winter season and we'll talk again. And this season lets all of us remember to give these moments of kindness to others this time of year and every time of year. And you will elevate yourself too. And that's what we can give to each other this winter season. When we do that, we will all live well, do good and be happy. 
Oh, welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, is that the my name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big home touchdown. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid. Electric acid. 